0: the making moves with mal podcast in every episode you'll hear stories from individuals just like you that are trying to make an impact they'll share their unique journey and some helpful tips that got them to where they are now you'll hear conversations with people from all walks of life who are trying to make some moves now here's your host mal
1: Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Making Moves with Mao. I'm excited today because I got my guest, Michael Diaz. He comes with amazing sales experience in the car industry, and is now taking all that experience and bringing it into real estate. So I'm excited to hear his journey on how he got to where he is now, and uh, and I'm excited to share this episode with you guys. So thanks for coming, bro. Appreciate you joining me.
0: Thank you, thank you for having me. All right, me man. Worries. So yeah.
1: let's start from the very beginning, bro. Like, what what got you even interested in sales, right?
0: Uh basically I was in the south and long story short I um was done with school mm-hmm. and never sold anything. Okay. Um never liked automobiles so I started in the automotive industry. Yeah. Uh long story short girlfriend a girlfriend knew somebody a finance manager and then that's my journey started and right when I started I didn't know anybody in the town. Right. I didn't have any connections and uh was the number one salesperson first month out
1: dang i was addicted that's that's impressive addicted. man yeah, i was addicted <laughs> that's imp- how long did that start like when did you start that, that that
0: was probably around 20 almost 20 years ago
1: 20 years ago yeah. okay so that was your first taste into sales right and obviously sales is one of those uh industries where you can make a lot of money if you're really good
0: yeah yeah it was it was um i never sold anything yeah. and um basically it was 100 percent commission yeah so it was, there was no hourly, there was no nothing. It was just hustling. Um, and I'm very competitive. I played sports. And so when I got there, um, there was a bunch of salesmen there. I didn't know anything about the cars, but the one thing I knew was people. I knew how to talk to the people, listen to the people, yeah. and uh, help them in their journey for the vehicle.
1: Dude, that's amazing, man. Yeah. So so what do you think is uh, some of the more important things as a, like a new sales rep, like when you first started in the car industry, right? Mm-hmm. What are some of the tactics or or habits that you picked up or some of the things that you noticed that hey if i keep doing this it's going to help me move my business forward move my sales skills and develop as a as a good salesman my my tagline
0: that i tell when when i when i first started and basically when i got promoted to a general manager of a store or stores was i told them three things so imagine if we're going to go show a house and you're showing a house to three different clients and imagine if they had a necklace and a, and, and a a board on front of them so I told them every person you talk to if you make them make them feel important yeah make them feel special make them feel like the only one you'll 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 solve their problems so every time when they come in pretend they're wearing a sign hey make me feel important make me feel special make me feel like the only one and they're gonna always um want to be on your. they're gonna want to buy something from your service from you so that was my tagline from 20 years ago.
1: From the very beginning, and yeah. it still stuck with you. It still stuck me
0: today. Same thing with real estate. Yeah. When you meet someone that's credit challenged, when you meet someone that says, I can't buy a house, I don't have money down, I'm not ready to buy, most of us will just cancel that meeting right. or just say, I don't need to meet you. But I think if you meet that person and you kind of paint that picture of their journey to show them how simple it can be um most nine times nine times out of ten they're gonna stretch for you they're gonna get the you know pre-approval they're gonna maybe try to break their lease or talk to their landlord or something they'll find they, a way find yeah. a way yeah and yeah. you just got to paint that picture for them so i always try to meet with people regardless of what they say
1: yeah 100 percent. And i think a lot of people that get into sales and i mean not not just in real estate but in any industry uh need to realize that it's a relationship building business mm-hmm the only way you're going to be able to succeed is if you're building good relationships, good rapport with clients because they are going to be the bloodline of your business, right? Yeah. 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 They're they're the ones giving you referrals, recommending you to friends and family. Um, So that's, that's, that's so vital and and very important that you learn that early on, man. Um, So now obviously fast forward to today, Mm -hmm. you're, you're now in the real estate space um how is that transition been like from taking all the knowledge that you've learned from the automotive industry and sales and and now bringing that to to real estate how has that transition been has it been easy for you to adapt um what it's you- been
0: it's been fun because the biggest thing you preach and I preach is CRM follow-up yeah. customer experience yeah so as long as you're efficient with the client you kind of figure out where they're at in their journey and you put them in your CRM in the appropriate part of their journey, Right. Um, it'll kind of help them take baby steps, right? Yeah. So a lot of times the CRM, um, I live and breathe by it. I live and breathe by follow-up. And so I noticed that in the real estate industry, and just like any industry, follow-up and CRM is the parts that people fail.
1: Yeah, 100%. So that's key to me, 100%. Yeah, staying organized with with your database, your clients is, is, is so valuable and so important. Um, Now, when it comes to real estate, comparing it to like the automotive industry, right? Uh, Real estate's not one of those industries where somebody walks through the the showroom or, or (laughs) or or a property and says, hey, I wanna buy this house tomorrow, right? Whereas in the dealership world, somebody can walk in in the morning, you can get them a car by the afternoon, right? Uh, so the, the, the transaction actually takes a little bit longer. That's my adjustment. Right how is, I was going to say, how has that adjustment been for you as uh, <sighs> coming from like a faster pace, like yeah. deals close kind of every day as as opposed to now, obviously. Most transactions take at least 30 days, 60 days sometimes. So...
0: Thankfully, um, with our new lead source program, um, I've had a couple of deals already. Yeah. Um, so the biggest thing is patience, right? I want instant gratification like all of us. Right. And so the big thing is I have to look at the bigger picture. Um, so I'm used to getting, you know, closing deals immediately, helping salespeople. So now I'm looking at it as like more of, um, a basically a marathon rather than the dealership is a race a race yeah the sprint so yeah sprint so so pretty much it's 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 not easy right um so i have to be true to myself but then also adjust my expectations and then know where they're at in the funnel of the process of buying a home yeah and then just kind of help them sometimes handhold them sometimes let them know that they're the way they're thinking buying a home um, sometimes is not the correct way so sometimes you got to answer questions or fact find and then let them know hey great i had a client that was in a lease they're buying a home right now yeah and they're still in the lease this is the steps they took let's talk to your fiance wife or husband and i can sh- i can show you the path so then you won't be in a rush yeah. when your lease is ending versus options now rush later
1: for sure yeah. for sure man i i love that because uh, it just goes to show that there is a way like if somebody has a goal in mind to achieve like homeownership or whatever the goal is right mm-hmm. if you set out the right plan there's a way there's a way you can get it done
0: exactly it's about just
1: wanting to do it,
0: it is, it's 100 percent for our job to kind of help motivate them help paint the picture yeah. show them the path maybe show them one option or two and then remind them sometimes you know when you follow up how i don't know what your follow-up process is but depending how much you touch base with them yeah. and then you want to make sure you have value when you follow up of course and so that's the key for me i always try to find a strategy before i call i look to see in my CRM what were they doing what were they looking at so then when i call them i can have something about personal and then the business yeah. and then close it where i can try to get a task done or at least have some homework for them so some when i call up, them back yeah, yeah some that. follow up so when i call them back i go so hey did you get the pre approval ready and I have a client with Jose and they said i have everything except the va certificate i said okay great the home you're looking at just got reactivated the quicker you get that certificate in, the quicker we can make that dream on that home that you wanted, that right. you thought you lost. Now you get yeah. your second chance.
1: There you go, man. Yeah. It's just about that motivation and keeping, that, yeah. keeping it alive for them. Yeah,
0: their motivation is the home, so I use the home as leverage right. to get the information we need. And the reason we need that information is so when you go to the closing table, they don't get a uh-oh. You know, they get right. a, here you go, here's your paperwork, here's the check, proof of funds, clear to close, and next thing you know, they're in their new home.
1: Yeah, I love it, man. Uh, so let's talk about Uh, some of those hard lessons to learn man because sales sales is one of that in (laughs) one of those industries where like there's not one playbook to do sales right right just like in the car industry as in real estate there's not one right way to meet with a client or or work with a client right so sometimes you learn a lot in the field as you go and you learn some of those like harder lessons as you go like I've, i've had my fair share of uh of experiences where like I, I had to learn things quick and, and and learn sometimes learn from a failure to overcome it and not have that failure happen again. Right. So, what have been some of those lessons for you that you think you've you've held on to that have really uh, ingrained your 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 way of how you actually conduct your business?
0: The the biggest thing is a failure is an opportunity. So whenever Private. someone fails, I always um, practice what I preach. So I wanted to fail in front of my team. Um, because I wanted them to see that it's an opportunity to grow and try not to repeat the same mistakes. So same thing in real estate. So the biggest thing is, is every, every challenge or every uh, failure, as most people say, it's an opportunity to look at yourself, reflect, readjust, and then pivot in the right direction. And so to me, that's the biggest thing is every time you make a mistake or every time you have a setback, um, look at it as just an opportunity to grow. Yeah. And so that's the biggest thing for me is w- when I was in the automotive industry, you know, baseball, you bat 300, you're a Hall of Famer, right? So you, you fail seven times out of 10. Yeah. So in real estate, the closing percentages, you know, are single digits. Yeah. So the biggest thing is that you want to find all those no's, you want to find all those hang-ups, closed doors when you're door knocking or whatever you're doing to prospect. You, the more no's you find, that means that yes is coming. So it's a more about mental. And just when you get that no, whether you're doing a dollar or anything, however follow-up, yeah. have that mental note of amnesia. Like, forget that no, figure out what you did wrong in that situation, and then learn how to not repeat it. Yeah, and being and persistent what, with, yeah, yeah.
1: with the activities that are actually moving your business forward. Exactly. I love that, man. So a- as a relatively newer agent, right, um, there's obviously a lot to learn when it comes to real estate. Uh, what has been your experience so far in terms of, like, the, the the knowledge that you've gained so far through like you know our our organization and just your because i know you've, act, you've obviously also flipped houses before so yeah, yeah. maybe let's touch base a little bit on like mm-hmm. what you've learned th- so are so far throughout your career as a as a as a newer real estate
0: the biggest thing is relationships are important yeah. um having being able to research homes whether a person's looking in an area, a zip code, or a city, um, and having a pulse on uh, basically finding that home that they're looking for more efficiently, and then making sure that you put their information in the CRM and their MLS or whatever you you have, and being patient and being consistently following up the person. Um, I've had leads where I followed up with a month and a half and no response, Um, and then all of a sudden response, and now we're under contract. So the biggest thing is is, um, following up. and and having a process sticking to it and then adjusting it where you see success and then when you see that that little hiccup use it as opportunity to to grow so that's the the biggest thing i've learned so far
1: yeah and that's very important actually the the fact that you uh didn't let things fall through the cracks because a lot of people don't undervalue or underestimate the amount of follow-up it actually takes to convert a, a lead that you don't know right somebody not, uh, you know, someone that's close to you, friend, family, or sphere of influence, because those are easier to convert because they already know you, trust you, and, le- and uh, want to work with you. But a, a brand new leader that, that knows nothing about you, right? The conversion t- for those clients takes a lot longer, and a lot of people give up a little too soon, whereas if they just kept pushing, made that extra phone call, or that extra two, three calls, they could have converted that client, right? So that persistence, actually, I think, is a, 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 where a lot of people fail in terms of keeping that follow-up going so what motivates you to actually keep keep that going in your business
0: i I think i took it from the automotive industry as a salesman finance manager gm i always told them you got to call someone or touch base with someone nine to eleven times before you get a contact yeah so in my head same thing with real estate at least nine or eleven times but by the time you get to the third point of contact you give up yeah. so that i think the motivation is 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 kind of like similar to our boot camp we had today yeah. um most people fail in the follow-up yeah and so that's the motivation for me is you're not battling i think they said there you're not battling seventy thousand agents you're battling maybe 20 percent of them right so if agent a is going to call three times agent b is going to call four or five times i'm going to be agent c i'm going to call 9 11 times i'm going to text email but i'm going to try to find a way to value whether it's a home whether it's a new program, something where they might pique their interest, because I, so you don't know if you're not communicating with them. 100%. So to me, that's 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 the biggest thing that I took from the automotive industry and being competitive in sports. That's what I do. So that's that. The motivation is more about um, I want to get in contact with the client and then make sure I service them to the to the utmost and, and take care of them. So that's my motivation.
1: Yeah, I love it because you mentioned you know obviously baseball is a great analogy because. Uh, it 's about the number of times you go up at bat, not how many home runs you hit, right, like mm-hmm. hitting singles consistently will eventually get you to those home runs, but if you 're not even going up to the plate, then you 're losing all opportunity, man no, so agree agreed. so for you, you know what would you say like say you got a brand new agent that wants to uh get into real estate and wants to learn the ropes mm-hmm. what What would you say are some of the three or five best things? tactics, mindset, whatever the case is that they need to learn and, and need to know early on in their career for them to actually see some sort of success?
0: Uh, the number one is be y- me, be your biggest cheerleader. Yeah, speak to yourself in a positive way. And and be pretty much you're you're either be self motivated, co- yeah, yeah, self motivated, you're either your worst enemy, or you're you're, you're, you're pretty much human cheerleader. So yeah. to me, your mindset 100% be sold on yourself, believe in yourself that you can do it. Um, And that's the number one key Two, be okay with um, failing be okay with someone saying no to you How do you approach? um, Getting a no, or how do you approach um, a challenge? Right. so your mindset is if you're gonna if if you fail and you look at it as a failure Your your whole mindset your attitude your motivation is gonna kind of you know Not not do not be uh, your mindset's not gonna be right. So to me 100% how you feel about yourself your motivation structure and you know you love this one time time management.
1: Oh yes, right, so, <laughs> so important, man. Yeah, yes. so
0: time management. Those were the three. So you have to be one, have a strong strong mindset. Um, two, structure, and then time management, and then a goal or a process that yeah. you want to put in place. Yeah. You know, so when you start off, you don't want to use all the fancy um, programs and everything. The biggest thing you want to do is prospect and get leads. Get out there and yeah, do get it. out yeah. there, yeah, because okay. it doesn't cost anything to knock on a door. It doesn't cost anything to look in Zillow and look up for sale by owners and, call and them up. zip codes and call them up. That's free. So there's a lot of things you can do for free, but sometimes we want the fancy new shiny toy. Right. in reality, to start a great foundation is mindset, believing in yourself, time, time management, and prospecting. Period.
1: I love it, dude. I think you know from from my from my experience. I think a lot of agents uh, have that fear of rejection when it comes to like cold calling or door knocking right because they think oh what if i get this door slammed in my face or what if this person you know yells at me or cusses me out when i'm on the phone so a lot of them have this negative self-talk that goes through their head before they even get out there and start and that's why they have that fear of even starting that process right so i think eliminating yourself from that way of thinking is is, is so crucial in having any sort of uh growth and success in becoming a a good realtor and good at what you do, right?
0: No, I I agree 100%. I think I always say when someone says, what if this is this? And then I always respond, what if it goes right? Yeah. What if the person lets you in the house? What if the person gives you a referral? What if the person says, I was thinking about selling my home or I know a friend, cousin. So a lot of times, if you change those what ifs into positive outcomes, your mindset's different when you're walking each door. Because if you get that door slam in your face, as you walk to the next door, you're thinking, what if they pick up, open the door? What if they give me a referral? What if they say they were gonna list it? What if they say they wanted to be investing in another property? So if you, as you walk to each door, or as you go to each opportunity, what if yourself, of all the good scenarios, I guarantee your mindset will be different once they open that door.
1: Yeah, the way I like to think about it is, you're, you're one phone call away from changing your life. You're one door knock away from changing your life. Oh, yeah, if yeah. you have that mentality, moving forward in this business and you'll have a very uh long and successful career
0: yeah we always hear people you're one connection away from a shift right yeah. so to me focus on that versus the latter yeah. so every time you might get a doors closed or an opportunity not happen or an outcome that you don't see you know kind of accept it reflect and then as you go to the next opportunity what if yourself to what happens if this happens and, and what if fuel? Those, yeah, yeah fuel and what if everything to me what if what if a positive scenario and you'll start thinking of more positive scenarios when you get that little hiccup or that little challenge
1: yeah and it's hard to stay motivated mm-hmm. and that's the next kind of topic that I want to I want to go over with you because mm-hmm. a lot of us can can have motivation and motivation is very cyclical right you can feel motivated one day and then the next day you can feel like, oh, well, you know what? I don't, I don't want to do anything. So yeah. motivation is one thing, but I want to talk about discipline because there's a big difference between the two, right? Because massive, massive. Discipline is what's going to get you going and make you, make you do things on days that you don't want to do it, right? And that goes for every aspect of life. But for you, how has that played a role in, your, in the success that you've seen in your business?
0: Motivation to me is like food, right? Yeah. So basically you take a bite of motivation, you digest it, and then all of a sudden you're hungry later. Right, so you're hungry for motivation, but discipline is things you don't want to do, things that most people don't do, and so you got to make it a daily habit. So to me, it's you know you can do 21 days, 90 days, but to me, it's like um, waking up and and having a why, writing your goals down, yeah, and then put them everywhere you can see where you want to carry them, where you want to put them when you look, wake up in the in the morning, so then you can kind of remind yourself, give the motivation, and then with the motivation every morning. You'll have that discipline yeah. to follow through because at the end of the day when you go to sleep at night say this is your last day yeah. and every day do you look, reflect and go man that was a great day right and at the end of that day if you're like no you you want to go to sleep and think okay i'm going to attack the day so when i go to sleep and i reflect on what i did i feel good
1: yeah, yeah. it was a productive yeah. efficient day for you Yeah. exactly
0: whatever your goals are or, or whatever you think is productive yeah. each day if you think of that you're going to tweak level up much quicker and by the time you're a couple of weeks into that type of mindset thinking, you're going to go probably way above and beyond the goals that you set yeah. for
1: yourself. That's so true, man. Yeah, I, I, I love that. Um, let's talk about your, what is your daily, like your day look like? A typical day for you in, 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 in this business, what does that look like for you?
0: Uh, recently, it's pretty much waking up, um, not touching the phone, not for an hour, probably like 20 minutes, 15 minutes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, working out. Uh, coming back and then using um, basically co-calling. So whether co-calling for sale by owners, canceled, um, you know, canceled or expired. So right then and there. And then if I have any showings or if I have any um, items that I need to do after that, I'll have it on my calendar or or any closings. Like this week I have one. Uh, But pretty much anything that I need to do or I know I have to do. I will pretty much put in the calendar, so I'll do something in the morning and then between five to seven depending if I don't have any showings cold calling again and prospecting so right now being new, that's that's what I'm doing. So it's not about, um, you know, doing content things of that nature, which we are now. But the main thing is prospecting and adding one little repertoire because you want to get really good at prospecting, you don't want to be, you know, good at five things. I want to get prospects leads, convert them and that's the my main focus
1: yeah we talked about actually today like uh getting business now is going after that that now action like sellers expired listing for sale by owners those are are people that if you can get in front of and you can build good rapport and have a great conversation that that client can get converted right away right whereas content creation social media all these other lead generation channels they do take a little bit longer to develop but you do have to have a, a good combination of both. Oh yeah. But for people that are starting off and they need like they need business now, that's the <laughs> easiest way to, to get in front of it, man. Yeah, so yeah. well that's uh, why
0: I'm here with you today too. The biggest thing is, is yeah. having a consistent follow up process, having a consistent content, whatever content you want to do, whether yeah. it's a post, a story, a blog, anything, but it's finding your niche, being consistent with it. With, yeah, you know. So that's that's the biggest thing with me is finding kind of finding my way. Yeah. Um, and 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 that's kind of what i'm doing daily and it's it's navigating the wanting that deal right now that's what that's my biggest challenge yeah. is having patience
1: right you know? right so for sure man uh and then obviously you you have a lot of uh you know a lot of people you've got a big <laughs> network when it comes to the real yeah. estate space in general yeah. right uh how do you feel your experience has been so far in the path that you've chosen to go through in terms of like you know, the brokerage you're with the 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 uh, training that you've have access to the leads that you're receiving like what does that all look like to you
0: um the biggest the biggest reason i think i chose the xp is because the freedom um and someone told me a a loan officer she said reason people choose the xp is because um they're more business oriented right it's a business within a business so bxp is just a vehicle and you have different different avenues so to me it was that was the biggest thing is the training the avenues, the different streams of income, right? And so, to me, it's not traditional, and that's what I like about it. Yeah. And so my experience for sure has been good. It's been challenging. It's been it's been making me get out of my comfort zone, but I like it, and so that's why I do it daily. Because, like you said, you know, we're gonna get more nos than yeses, right? And that motivates me to make the next call or do the next task that'll get me there. So the biggest thing is with the XP, you have you have different options and opportunities to help people and if someone doesn't want to be a transaction person they want to be a person that recruits people or trains people or influence people exp has a seat for every person within the industry yeah and not other and no other brokerage can do that and right. so that's that's what attracted me to it
1: that's amazing man yeah. well Duda, we're we're uh, glad to have you a part of us and uh we're we're excited to see your success man you <laughs> i mean this is just the beginning for you right Yeah, yeah. yeah. where do you see yourself in the next Three, five, ten years. What are these goals look like for you?
0: The the biggest goals is trans transaction wise is to hit a certain amount of transactions that I want to hit this sure. year, um, and then obviously help people because to me it's it would be an injustice for me not to tell them about the opportunity. Right. Um, most people are unhappy at their brokerage. Most people are they're overstaffed and under under um, trained, mm-hmm. and so a lot of times when you hear that. I want to show them or tell them about opportunity so the biggest thing for me is hitting the transactions that i have to hit being able to share content and let them know this is an opportunity that sometimes might make them uncomfortable right might make them feel scared um but that's where you grow the most so finding those people are like-minded and adding them to your sphere of influence that to me that's the ultimate goal so that that's the goal to grow incrementally each year
1: surrounding yourself with the right people makes the biggest difference man and very I think
0: very key in life business and everything and
1: everything yeah 100 percent, man uh i think you know it's it's in our human nature to be fearful of change mm. you know so you, you we do get that initial pushback like what if this is what if this isn't the right move for me what if this doesn't make sense um and so a lot of people get comfortable in being where they are because they're not their mind just isn't open to the other opportunities that may be available for them. Oh yeah. And so I totally see where, where that's coming from. And so, um, any final words for you, any, anything to wrap it up, what would you say like to a brand new agent, somebody that's that just wants to get licensed, what would you say is, is the biggest takeaway from the business that you've learned so far?
0: Uh, the biggest thing is, is believe in yourself, yeah. bet on yourself. Uh, don't give up if you don't pass the test the first time, don't give up. Um, if you, when you pass the test, and you start reaching out to brokers and say some of them don't reach out back don't it right so take your time pass the course believe in yourself and have the mindset wherever brokers you choose give it your all there 100 instead of finding reasons why you should leave find right. reasons to stay so it doesn't yeah. matter where you're at because when you go to the house they're not worried about the broker right they when they you could care less yeah, yeah. They're, they're sold on you so you got to be sold on yourself first first and everything else will come much easier
1: i love that man I love that. Well, this has been a, a a very informative episode with you, man. I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, thank you guys for listening and uh, and staying tuned. And uh, we'll catch you guys on the next one.
0: Adiós.